Man, what a fucking treat. An Italian treat, if you will. Yeah. Well, My goodness, man. That's called a dessert. Real, real cannoli <laughs> on a fella. Dude, I haven't been in this. I'm sorry. You guys. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I've been in this frat house in a long time. It's uh it's 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 uh, nerve wracking. It's like PTSD. <laughs> Last time I was here, I took a shower in the fucking dark. Keeps me married. There, <laughs> keeps me married. <laughs> the shower lights were off. Like the whole bathroom uh-huh. light was off. I took a, a shower in the dark. Oh and my it's, god! Now the lights on. I see the toilet. I don't know how many fucking yetis shave their balls on that. <laughs> <laughs> like three gorillas live here. It is disgusting. Dude, oh my god! Nothing gets you through an argument with your wife. Like a reminder of what comes after. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the deeper fall before you bounce back. Dude, I'm a happy man. Well, this nice. This room's nice. This is kind of like a, <laughs> like a safe room. It feels no. like, you know, one, of, one or two. It up. Yeah. Old I'm Fat Bird Jimmy's got the fucking studio hooked up nice and tight. No yeah, this is nice. Yeah, anytime my wife's like, you sure you wouldn't cheat on me? It's like, come see where we podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> they always have this glamorous, like, envi- they envision this, like, you know, yeah. like dimly lit strip house, and it's like, dude, yeah. this, this is, it, it is a, it, it is a dump. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> no, I keep fucking ruining this place. It's great. Look at all the, all <laughs> you know, the holes in the drywall. It's got a uh, pizzazz, if you will, the old West Philly pizzazz. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's like, there's like. Pieces of the wall missing where it, it all like looks a, like ghosts asking for help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a podcasting prisoner marking off his time. It does. <laughs> How many shows you have left? <laughs> but oh, Tommy man. Pope is with us here, everyone. Yeah, dog. Thanks for having me. One of, it's good to see the you. funniest, fucking sweetest, just lovely people that I've ever met. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. I feel the same, guys. I know you do. Yeah. God, this is the fucking best. I just man. babysat you guys uh, a, a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. No, honestly, I'll preface it like this: when I when I hang out with McKeever and we have like two, three hours to kill, we just jump through like three or four bars. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and you two sober fucking mongoloids, I literally had to like, I had to set a schedule. I started looking up like aquariums. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I got I got to think of things to do. I was looking in the windows of like shops, like. You guys want to stare at candy? I don't. Well, I don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> Remember we went to that place where you could catch your own fish and oh, yeah, feed yeah. it? We weren't even hungry. We just watched little kids fish. And I was like, well, this is perfect. I do, yeah. I've always been that way. You don't hang out with me. You get custody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you got to take care of me. Yeah, right? dude. And you did. Really? Yeah, you took no. us to the arcade. It was fun. We yeah, went to an arcade. arcade. I'm t- it's exactly like taking my 13-year-old fucking niece out. Feels good, right? Yeah, it felt great. Yeah, I it's it. different. I had yeah. a really good time. I, I was hoping you weren't going to end that with like it sucked. Cause no, I was like, no, no, it was fucking awesome. That's a day I'm going to remember for a long time. It was awesome. <laughs> no, I still got you to the bar. Like, <laughs> that was the end goal. I was like, dude, I'll fucking. That was like the trick. You know what I mean, I you guys like wings. <laughs> yeah, that's how I fed. They you. were good wings yeah. too, man. Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. that. Was when we were on a fair one. Yeah, man, on fair Carpool one. Media. Man, that was fun. Yeah, I think Six and uh, Shane are coming up next week. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. we'll have those boys up. That's uh, a lot of fun, man. It is fun. It, it is was fun. my first time meeting Dave Landau. Yeah, oh, he was great. God, he was he's so, great. Isn't he? So fucking awesome. Yeah. He's so fucking funny, man. And he's like a you know he he replaced Shane and he's like a really good energy. He's very calm. He's got a uh, a wonderful amount of stories that are yeah. like kind of fucked up. Like yeah. he had a crazy life. Yeah. Um. 
and our, our personalities just like they jive. So yeah. we we can uh, we can have some fun. And I learned a lot in the past year doing that. I used to like talk shit on podcasts. I'm like, oh, anyone can do it. You just fucking talk. Just be funny. And there is a science to it. There is like uh, you know, there's a, there's an art. It is true that you, anyone can do it. I know, I know. But, but like doing it well, I mean. almost no one should. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. I'm not even sure where I stand. I'm no, not, you guys know. are. Hey guys, uh, sorry, I haven't released something in a while, but uh, <laughs> my aunt lost a foot. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, man. So I wanted to catch up on some uh, NBA drafts this week. Uh. Isn't the song on Eagles' wings kind of fucking weird? <laughs> like, pussy, talk about your dick size. Let's get, let's get over this. Yeah, my wife and I had an argument recently, and I thought she was talking about the podcast, and I I shouldn't say that. But uh, it turns out she was talking about my social media presence, but she was like, I was like, what do you do all day? She's like, what do you do all day? Talk about cum? Oh, there it is. It's like, you that starts fucking it. bitch. That starts it. I, I got an argument with my girl about, uh, she comes, for the first hour after she gets off work, she talks about nothing but work yeah. as a bartender. Yeah. I'm like, look. At some point, you got to stop. And she's like, "Oh, is your life more interesting? You sleep in, you drink too much, you hang out with your fucking your goofy friends, talking about nuts." Yeah, yeah. yeah are you awesome. are you working? Are you working? I'm like, "Well, I'm writing stuff too." Meanwhile, I'm doing nothing. So it hits hard. It hits hard. Yeah, it's like Marky Mark's argument with his mom. She's like, "What are you gonna do?" He's like, "I don't know something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm still trying to figure that out. If my wife hit me with that come talk shit, I'd be like, "Oh." You don't like the thing I do to buy you nice things? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. Marie Joe. <laughs> Dude, I almost hit her with the uh, Orange Juice Jones walking in the rain speech. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you things you couldn't even pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel good just like buying like shampoo and conditioner for her. I'm like, oh, what do you think paid that? Dick jokes. <laughs> Dick jokes. It's argan oil, dude. You fucking, why do you think your hair smells great yeah. when we run through Macy's, you twat? <laughs> Does she then go? Then like you, she's like, "Are you are you done?" And she goes starts, back to telling yeah, you about it's, work. It's a weird like tension that like, you know, in this industry, you you you, there's not many payoffs to yeah. prove your worth. Yeah, and unfortunately, with regular jobs, it comes through finance, yeah. like something financial. So it's like. Here's a ten thousand dollar check for doing a yeah. fucking Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, and no big deal. Yeah, it's no, not it's a big just deal. a thing I do. It's <laughs> yeah. whatever. But, no, but she doesn't see like the ten years prior to getting to that yeah. dog shit position right. where I should have got eighty. Yeah. But uh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, dude, when when we had this argument, I opened up my uh, fucking Patreon app to show her that we were being paid actual money. Yeah. To fucking talk about cum. Yeah, dude. And um, I regret it now. <laughs> I was like, I am building a podcast. Yeah. And as soon as the words left my mouth, oh, I was like, dude. I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but it's true. It's an empire. I should look at Sh- Matt and Shane, and dude, it's it's people want to hear you on a daily basis. I mean, like, think about growing up white trash. Like, you would hear like sportscasters and like the announcers and like the morning radio show host that would give you some level of comfort yeah. and there was no payoff. Yeah. So like I would listen to like these guys in the morning and, and they weren't funny. Looking back on it, I'm like, oh they're just fucking twonks that they're just wanted to belong screaming to and making yeah. sound effects. Yeah, right. <laughs> but there is a comfort in it. So if you can do both, mm-hmm. you blow the fuck up. Tommy's right. We should get a soundboard. Oh no! I'm gonna call. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) 
Well, dude, that Puerto Rican sound horn is the greatest noise. Uh, uh, the air yeah. horn? <laughs> <laughs> dude, it works for everything. It could be a fucking bar mitzvah for a, a midget. It doesn't matter. It's so good, dude. It picks everybody up. It's lost its uh, magic <laughs> with me, man. It's a birthday cake for noise. <laughs> I'll have some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I miss you, Jews. <laughs> <laughs> remember, uh, we did our... Uh, it was the first commercial I ever did, but remember when we got to spend a week in the Schmitz Gay beer uh, commercial dude, house? I actually... I was, to- I was telling John that uh, I had to put together like a... like a some. I'm, I haven't done a reel yet, but I had to put together like... Uh, compile all the things we've done, and I watched all those, and they're really good. Uh, yeah. GE. The, uh, the caulk it like you need it. Silicone caulk. So fun, dude. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. That was uh that was a lot of fun and uh, I learned a lot of empathy because uh Tommy was the handsome uh pitch man and I was the fat retard. Well, he, <laughs> Tim Tim could improv and just be like the you know, the fun yeah. guy. And yeah. they the the uh the copy that they made me say oh, was God. like one word different in each ad. There was like six ads, right? We did like six or seven Yeah, I don't spots. remember. Yeah, it was a bunch. And we, there was like a a side room just like this room where they would have like a media room where they would watch us live and they'd be like, well, he said, um, he said this one word before the other word. Can we do it over? And McKee was like, we have, it's fucking, he's getting worked up because I'm fucking it up nonstop. Mm-hmm. Tim's crushing, but I have to like stick to a script and I'm like, I don't know. It's GE, it's caulk. Oh, yeah. No one's going to fucking I see really this. I thought about that. Yeah. No one's going to see this. Yeah. So I bombed for like three hours straight. I'm killing him the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> whole fucking time. But, mind you, there was a point the day... So, McKeever directed this series of commercials for GE about silicone caulk. Uh, Tommy had an audition for it, and then McKeever was like, hey, uh, I, I know of this guy. Like, he didn't want to be like, hire my buddy. He was like, I know of a guy who might do a good job. Like, I got to go up... It was my first audition for anything. I had to go up to New York to for it, and then I, I kept waiting for it to feel cool. Like, this is wow. back when you had rec specs, too. Yeah, you walked well, in there like, this dude's crazy yeah. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford uh, year-round contacts now. I don't yeah. have to. Jesus. I'm not rationing contact lenses anymore. <laughs> but um, thanks, GE. Uh, yeah, I was. I kept waiting for it to kick in and feel cool. Like, oh my god, I'm going up to the fucking Big Apple. I'm auditioning. Uh-huh. I booked it. I'm going to get paid a bunch of money. Yeah, never felt cool. And uh, along the way, there was a point where we had to go to like this ad agency's office, and they kept. Uh, the whole point was that they wanted to put me in different outfits to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were trying to clown you up because yeah. they didn't realize that you could be funny because they're like stiff corporate guys. They yeah. didn't realize that you could be actually hilarious. And you know what? I think going back to what you had said about like people just just paying to like listen to things that, that, comfort, that comfort them. Yeah. I think like what that um, world doesn't realize is that people just want to have genuine reactions to things. Whereas from their point of view, it's like, how can we force this to fit our way of thinking something is good? Yeah, for sure. Some, uh, I think it was um, Ted Alexandro. Uh, Alexandro. Alejandro. He had uh, Joe List on his podcast, and, and List was talking about the difference between listening to a comedy album as opposed to watching a mm-hmm. comedy album. And it, it shows you the power of envisioning yourself in right. the room. So like when when you hear someone on radio or podcast as opposed to listen or watching them, you feel like you're you're in the moment, yeah, you're in the true. room with yeah. them, and it takes away. You would think like the the visual element does 
you know, accentuate the yeah. experience. But sometimes when you take that away, you you're forced to be with that person yeah. in an intimate scenario. And I think that's why you start to feel like a different um, relationship right. with that said voice for it. months and months and months. And then you go, well, that's a comforting thing. Yeah. You know, the way they hear Mike Rainey's voice as opposed to Tim Butterly's voice on your podcast, they mm -hmm. probably, they feel a certain different way and, and it's comforting. Dr driving some bread truck, you know, yeah. jerking off at the same Whoa. time. Well, we, we aspire to be the Orson Welles of cum. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's You're a lot to way, said dude. that. Yeah. You're on your way. <laughs> dude, it's, it's so, like, just imagine, like, th think back to, like, when you were a kid. Like, if you could envision, like, all that you've accomplished, like, all of us, all, all that has happened and... What we've been paid to fucking do, yeah. Like as a kid, you would be like, "Sign me right right now, bingo. Sign me up right now, yeah, man. This fucking rules, yeah. It's. I actually thought about this recently. I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. Absolutely but, uh, not. Not enough. Never. I, I thought about this recently, and it's it's kind of like a uh, a leveling effect where it's like you're you're where you would always have wanted to be. Mm -hmm. But then you see what's actually transpiring in the industry, and I think that's what almost fucks me back up. It's like, oh, well, there's so much dog shit out there, and it could be so much better. So it's a constant battle within yourself. But if you take a moment to take a step back and go, dude, you're, you know, you're, you're doing things, you're paying bills, you're yeah. getting by, you're hanging out with your buddies, you're doing fucking really fun shit. Yeah. You should be happy. Yeah. And you have to constantly remind yourself of that so that you don't get fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's a battle. It's a it's a constant battle that That's I am true. losing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I'm losing. Oh, no, I'm I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because this is something I wanted to talk to you about because you get hired for things. Yeah. And I Sometimes. I wow well, okay yeah Super Bowl commercial no big deal it's no well, okay yeah, I'm sorry well, uh, I I don't get hired for things and I I don't think I put enough effort into things like that because it gives me an out to be like well I didn't get it because like you know it's not a big deal to me uh, mm. but also. Uh, I've completely changed course and now I realize that like I can actually go out and strike out on my own uh, and with my fucking boy the rain train and we can kind of make our own thing and not try to get hired by people and I think uh, I'd be more excited and like th this goes for you this goes for McKeever and it's like I'm sick of how much time the industry is trying to like sap away from you guys yeah Without giving anything back, yeah. Like you got, you guys should be making stuff at the highest level, but at the same time, like if the stuff that's on Comedy Central is the highest level, then I think that's below you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a way, it's mm -hmm. you're exactly right. So it's like it, I don't know, but like the, I think the conundrum there, like the juxtaposition of like, all right, well, what is considered success or what is mm -hmm. considered uh, wealth, so to speak? Yeah. If if I get a, a a good purse to do something that I don't have control over that's not success to me right. like i'd rather take a lower paycheck and then have total control and i think that's what you know for the first eight years of us creating small sketches and, and getting a name in this <clears throat> small area was an investment that we thought would take take off a little sooner yeah you know but like there's there's only so many things you can you can control and and unfortunately this god i mean obviously shane's a, a perfect example like the, the current state of this industry, there's only so much you can control and then you just have to continue to create. My biggest fear for all of us collectively as a group of friends and, and creators and the funniest people I know truly is our group mm -hmm. is to be a little downtrodden and not continue to, 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 to put out 
new things. Well, we, we spent years that way. <clears throat> yeah. Delco. Yeah. But then you start going, you get a little older and you go, all right, well, I, I, am I going to have to spend $2,000 on my paycheck to create a sketch or, 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 or a short that we would hope get us into another room? And it probably won't. So then you go, all right, well, I'm just going to keep it on the paper. Mm-hmm. Well, you keep it on the paper, you put it into the, the hands of a 23-year-old fucking adult UCB kid that never created anything for himself to make a decision for you and change the course of your of, of, of your creative output. Yeah. So it's dangerous. So then you go, okay, well, what am I, what am I supposed to fucking do? Mm-hmm. And that's why I go to bars early, <laughs> real fucking early, and I fish for my own meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if you guys walk past that bar. And I, was just, I was being real competitive next to two fucking young kids. Like, get on That's my fucking sea bass, cocksucker. Yeah, I got I, a black eye and I'm wearing a tank top. <laughs> so is the solution to just like, uh, I don't know, f- uh, Make your own shit or like, I, I don't know, because whether whether you're trying to get a network to buy something that you want to make or you're trying to make something on your own using, you know, money that you get from someone else, you are selling your idea to somebody. Yeah, for sure. But I, there, I don't know. I just I have such a desire to make stuff and cut out the, the need to sell it to someone in a, a room. Dude, just remember the idea that we had spoken about when when Tommy was babysitting us when we got our wings. Yeah, yeah. The thing that sounded like so much fun, and it is oh, so yeah. much fun. Like, I liken that to the feeling that oh, you get. Oh, the idea that we came up yeah, with? Yeah. The, the feeling that you get when you're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. So much of the enjoyment you get is just from knowing what's coming. Right. And that's what this is. Yeah. Whereas, no matter what would happen with that, if it got to the point where it's like, all right, if it's pitched to a network, it's like, okay, well, here, this is where the fun probably stops. So the fun has to be in the anticipation of that and then also the creating, the initial yeah. creation. Yeah. Because it, it, it's 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 all going to be in the time that we spend together. And as soon as it gets in somebody else's hands where it's like, well, what if we try it? No. Yeah. It's, it's, you guys it's are saying the done. same thing in a way that like, that I'm, you know, I, I went to LA with John last week, a week and a half ago, and like... The same thing that we came up with together after not seeing one another for, for a little bit of time, you don't realize like that collective mentality around creation can come and, and spark so quickly that it's not about, to your point, it's not about like, well, where will this sell? Mm-hmm. Constantly moving in the right direction of creation is the most important aspect of what I think we, we need to do. So whether it's you guys sitting here in this fucking, in this gorilla den <laughs> and just talking dog shit, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. something. It's something that moves yeah. that, that, that creative momentum. And without that, I, I went months without like putting something on paper, even if it, I know it'll never see the light of day. Yeah. It changes your, your, your endorphins. Yeah. You know, things, that's why I go to the gym. I go to the gym so I don't kill myself. Yeah. I go to the gym because I can't afford therapy. Right. Honestly, because it no, changes it. the chemical makeup of your fucking brain. Yeah. So like, I know that if I don't go to a coffee shop and, and, and tell myself like, just write something, write anything, yeah. it, it really does motivate you to be a better a creator and better person. I believe it, dude. Inside and, and outside. Dude, we, we had an episode that we released uh, like two months ago called There Is No There because I think it's not just like uh, comedians or whatever, but I think most people are under the illusion that there's a there where I'm going to be happy once I get to that point. Mm. That doesn't exist. You know, and now I'm, I'm fucking 41 and nothing excites me. I'm that... <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
sorry. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, the grand illusions are gone, but the the peace and also like the um, fulfillment that comes in sh- in shit like this. Yeah. Where it's like we're sitting here, we're gonna talk for an hour, and it's gonna be the highlight of my week. Like recognizing that that is what real happiness is. Yeah, man. Is finding people that you love, spending as much time with them, and doing whatever the fuck you want to do with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I just said it. I just I just experienced it in L.A. and and with you guys in in literally four days in a row. I had like I was like, oh fuck, like this is you got to stay consistent on that shit. You got to yeah. stay consistent on creating something for yourself and then being around people that that you want to just be with. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm on an island right now. There's great people, but like, it's different. It's different. You you know, the last decade of my life and what we started all this thing. You know, all of the things that we've that uh, we've accomplished and and created. It's a it's a different mentality and it's it's a different feeling. I know I'm all over the place with this, but. No. Um, it's hard to explain until you're back into it. Yeah. And I don't know if that comes with um, a distance or a separation from it to respect it. Yeah. But that definitely happened. There was, there was years where like it, it, you know, it was gone. Yeah. And then you go, Oh shit. So now, you know, now I'm just like, all right, well, I, I feel like not doing something for five years in this industry is something that I, I don't take for granted. And I don't regret because the next five years I'll probably do more because right. of it. Yeah, because of that void. I get it. Yeah, you're stacking your stacking your L's to stand on them, so that you can reach for that W. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm fucking five ten and a half. I can get up to six one with these fucking L's, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just lost ten bucks on a on a five minute Uber. I fucking don't tell me about L's, dude. I just got fucking raped. <laughs> I got held up a, a block a block away from here, and every time I see the wall. I, I can remember like the the uh, that's the ultimate hell. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was uh, the first time I saw a gun, and uh, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Because I went to Drexel. Yeah. I wasn't like, "Oh hell." Oh, yeah. you got my asshole was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was fucking wild. That that really like I was like, "Oh yeah, you're not just a, a, a fake tough guy, piece of shit from a white trash town. This dude is checking you, and you fucking ate it." Damn. Yeah. How much did he have on you? It was awesome. Um, a beeper. No. So in in uh, and then I moved to, to Temple University, and we figured out how to go out. <laughs> then I got no, robbed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. No, I did. I did. I got robbed three more times. At Temple. No, Temple is a fucking dude. It's yeah. only yeah. a half mile difference. It's a different fucking war zone. Yeah. So we would. I lived with the uh, Temple baseball guys, and we would go to the liquor store after midnight and get hurricane hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Two for five. Yeah. And what we learned was if you didn't wear clothes. Essentially, you wear a T-shirt and like mesh shorts, and you'd hide the five dollar bill in the lining of the champion sh- shorts. There's like a, if you flip the top, uh, there's like a hole, and you'd hide the five bucks, and they couldn't do anything. Wow. <laughs> so like two or three times, dudes would try and rob us. I'm like, dude, I, I mean, literally, you can yeah. take all my fucking. You're not gonna find it. I don't have, I don't have anything. And one time we came out of a, this, uh, the liquor store on on um, on Broad, and this dude's like. Yo, man, let me get a quarter. Let me get a quarter. And I was like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And me and my buddy Sam, who was from Wilkesboro, mm-hmm. and he talk, he talked like this. He had a real, real, real weird voice. He'd be like, No, we don't have anything. We go into uh, to get the slurry canes. Come back out. He's got two. I got two. And we see this guy again. He's like, Yo, man, let me get a quarter. And I was like, I don't, I don't have anything. Turns around. The dude goes. I, he puts his finger in my back. He's like, I got a gun on you. So I stop. I'm shitting myself. And he goes, see that guy across the street? And there was another dude like on a stoop. Yeah. He's like, and he's got a gun on you. 
this dude's like dropping like sniper lines and I'm like this <laughs> fucking but I'm a young kid like I'm like I'm like I'm thinking this guy maybe has a gun on me yeah. I can't tell if this is his fucking fingers were you looking for like a red dot somewhere on the body <laughs> <laughs> just on Sam's head <laughs> take him take him who gives a shit some Wilkesboro no one's gonna miss him <clears throat> and, I get straight uh, AIDS if you kill him <laughs> <laughs> he uh so I back up and I notice he doesn't have a uh, a gun. Yeah. And I pull a one of the forties out of the brown bag and I slam it on the ground to to cause a little distance. Yeah. And then I run backwards. And Sam the whole time was walking like Sasquatch along the wall, like just shit himself. Just being very quiet, which he should have done. Yeah. I mean I can't yeah. I can't blame him. And then as as I ran back, I like backpedaled as fast as I could. He's like, Mom, I wasn't fucking around, man. I was fucking around. <laughs> and I'm going berserk. I'm saying shit that I shouldn't be saying. I'm getting fucking real loud. At mm-hmm. this point I was I was yoked. I was like fucking. I was like forty more pounds of muscle. I was a. I was a jack meat bag, no legs, just fucking. You know, just bird of mesh shorts, <laughs> just all dick and mesh, <laughs> just top heavy, and uh, and all these dudes like locals start like walking across the street, like coming to coming to get us, and then Jesus. we, uh, yeah, and then we basically just like jogged home. They're probably just mad wild. that you made a mess. Yeah, yeah why well, I wasted a lot of fucking yeah. heavy liquor. <laughs> yeah, we were all mad. Man. I was going to fight when I got home. Well, did you play sports at Temple? No, I didn't play. Uh, I, I went to Drexel, but I lived at Temple because my best friend uh, went to went to uh, Temple. Uh, I'm sorry. So I stayed with uh, all the baseball guys at, at Temple. It was, like, it was a fucking, it was a wreck. It was on 46 in Willington, like real hardcore North Philly. Jesus, it was across the street from uh, from uh, a police station. And there was only three houses that were not boarded up, and one one of them was ours. Wow! Man. It was the type of place where like there was no carpets, everything was painted, even the floor. And there was like one couch so you could pull it up. We had like five keg parties every every oh, Saturday. Man. It was a it was the best. it was beautiful. God, it was yeah. fucking beautiful. All the bedroom doors were like saloon doors where everyone's just getting <laughs> fucked all day long. Yeah, it was it was it was wild. Wait, so you went to Drexel, but you went to Drexel, Temple. but lived on t- did you, Temple's campus. Did you campus. play sports for Drexel? I w- started to freshman year, and then uh, then I stopped because I I was an engineer. So the engineering curriculum was like pre med. It was fucking mayhem. Yeah. I had eighteen, twenty one, and twenty credits in the first three semesters of my schooling, and then you went to work. You went to you went immediately You're went to work. Co-op. I was making more money than my dad yeah. sophomore yeah. year of college. Wow, man. Yeah, it was cool, but. It's a, it's nothing I ever wanted to do. It was a fucking miserable. Existence. How hard was it for you to give that up? Like knowing what? Did you have any idea like how difficult it was going to be embarking upon the career that you? No, were... no, no. I was so ignorant to it. I was so ignorant because because we went to Bonner, yeah. And uh, the schooling there was if you had a decent intellect, you could fly by, mm-hmm. you know, the courses and, yeah. and curriculum. So I was like an AP. I was going to fucking college senior year, just like taking a course here and there, and yeah doing dog shit but like yeah. it was so easy and then i went to college and i was like oh it was me and like 40 indians and 60 asians <laughs> i was like honest to god there was like two white dudes yeah me and carl and he sucked <laughs> <laughs> he fucking sucked but uh no it was wild dude i had to yeah i worked my dick off to try and just just to be average man yeah. it was it was brutal jeez man yeah Damn. it was brutal that's actually way more compelling than where I was going to take it. I wanted to know if you had uh, went through went deep enough into any sports to experience hazing. No, well, no, I uh, so I 
Ah, I don't want to talk about this. It's so, <laughs> so, so embarrassing. No names. Um, no names. No, I don't say names. Just describe their buttholes. No, yeah, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a callus on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> like an iron worker's palm from eating butt. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> no, I... Uh, so in, at Drexel, the whole thing was like you couldn't... You couldn't go into any parties unless you were part of like a fraternity. Yeah. So... There was this uh, fraternity called Sam, Sammy or something, and the, uh, they were just a you know hodgepodge group of of maniacs. In comparison to all the other fraternities, they, these guys were the ones I associated with most because I was yeah. like, oh, they're normal people; they're not fucking nerds. Yeah. But their parties were like off the charts, like fucking wild and and unregulated. They would like get illegal shit. You know, there was like a coke room, a fucking oh, wow. ecstasy room. Wow. There was. Just they eventually got kicked off campus while I was a freshman. So after they got their shit removed from Drexel University, I uh, they were like, hey, "We want you to be our honorary pledge, where you don't have to go through all the bullshit." Oh, wow. I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with that." And uh, long story short, I I was in this one room with this girl. One of the fraternity brothers like kicked the door open with a video camera, and you know shit was going down. And I bug out. <clears throat> she jumps up. Two weeks later, I get called into the um, the offices of, of the you know, the police, uh-huh. you know, whatever it is, the campus police. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's some old like uh, some old cop with a like a retired dickhead cop that wanted to like take a you know a lesser yeah a lesser intense uh, type of job and and just like coast. Was it about detail. the smashed hurricane, dude? <laughs> <laughs> He literally he put he 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 interrogated me and he's like, hey Tom, uh, so you're part of uh, Sammy, you know we're kicking them off campus and you guys have illegal parties all the time. I'm like I'm not part of Sammy, I hang out with those guys, and uh, he's like, okay, um, are you faithful? And I was like, what? Are you are you faithful? You got a girlfriend? And I was like, that's none of your business. He's like, well, you are you you faithful to her? And I'm now starting to realize, I'm like, why, why, why? He went through the entire, like, the, 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 he took tapes. He took, they, they took everything out of this house for police, I don't know, for whatever reasoning. And he was playing tapes and saw me and this girl on the tape and was asking me if this girl was my, my, was my girlfriend. He wanted the blackmail you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what am I supposed to fucking, like, what am I going to say? <laughs> I don't even know how we got to this story, but anyway. Imagine thinking a college kid would care. Like, hate, you don't want her seeing this, do you, kid? Right. And I was a freshman. I was like, You're not oh. going to tell my wife, are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you going to take away? My big league chewing dip? Yeah. You fucking dildo. What's it to you, copper? Yeah. All I was doing was like hitting balls with a fungo bat in, a, in an empty lot in West Philly. Look, You're don't t- fuck with me, Pope. Yeah. All right. You're not taking anything away from me. Anyway, but they used that as like a like an end. And then uh, like the hazing process was like, you just chug beers and throw up. on Like people were like... Kids were throwing up on each other. Yeah, yeah. They would make you like chug like a giant like gallon of fucking like Bud Light and then like throw up. And I'm like, nah, I'm out. I'm fucking not doing any of this gay shit. I'm out with Bud Light, man. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. That was a long story. Didn't really. No no payoff. We don't. No payoff. Well, I just thought about it. I've never told that story before, and I I still, again, two streets away, there was like this little office, and he had like that uh, Sipowitz mustache, and he was a fat bald dude, but he was like interrogating me like like I committed a crime. Meanwhile, I'm just fingering. 
Well, <laughs> I'm just crushing. I'm doing everything I should be doing. This guy's trying to make me feel bad about it. Your wife know you are a freshman at college, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if I had PTSD from my knuckles for a while? I'm like, well, I can't truly get in there. Tony's yeah. hand dies behind the couch. <laughs> the, old, the old campus cop killed my reflexes. <laughs> can't make you come on my right hand. Playing good campus cop, bad campus cop. <laughs> Your figures are writing checks this department can't cash. <laughs> they beat you with the campus directory. <laughs> the good campus cop is just my engineering teacher, Ven Kataradaman. You do not do that, okay? You cannot do that, okay? Mr. Papa. You better not do that. <laughs> Dude, he was a man. His name was Ven Kataradaman. Okay, listen, everybody. He was such a fucking stud. Oh my god He would spin a tennis ball On his desk And go The ball is roaring <laughs> And meanwhile I got my fucking shirt In my face And I'm giggling Like Dude, a schoolgirl that's school an incredible girl. impression Yeah I'm very good with I, That's all I went to school with Can you imagine Calling that racist <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I just got cancelled dog Does everybody get cancelled In this studio <laughs> Say goodbye to the Super Bowl yeah. ads, oh, dickhead. Damn, dude. Oh yeah. man, that was that was probably before they had uh, inbox messaging. They were just paying to smell Tommy's fingers. <laughs> 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 oh man, Tommy was on vagine duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for telling that story. I, I didn't. No uh, way, I love it. We don't apologize for fucking opening up to our boys here, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. If that if that joke ended with an obvious bit, I would have asked you to leave. Oh my god, I would never do that. As is, I would never do that, dude. As is, dude. I'm enthralled. That's it, the difference with New York comics. Like, people fucking run bits and talk about comedy all oh day long. It's like, dude, shut up. No, dude. Nobody yeah. fucking cares. Everyone that I hang out with, like in Philly, like all, all our crew, we never did that. <clears throat> never once did no. we just run fucking I bits. I would kill like, myself. Do you think this is funny? Oh, you no. think this is funny? Shut the fuck. Who cares, dude? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Read your syllabus and let's get fucking bong hits. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, sure. I'll take that as a, a justification for never moving to New York. It's like, yeah, dude, I I, I wouldn't be into it. So no, dude, you guys got families. You guys have things that matter. Trust me, you you're, you're not missing out on anything. Dude, I might go away to college now. <laughs> that would I'll be pretty sick. I'll, yeah, I'll take some grad school classes. Oh my god, that would be so cool if we my all god, just like dude. went to like Arizona State together. Oh my god, dude, I'd I fucking. I just smell like the inside of a Camaro. You walk in. <laughs> you're my age. You can't just walk into a class like, is there a test today? It's like, dude, you fucking pervert. We know your intentions. Put your dick away, you queer. <laughs> Did I tell you about the dude I worked with who, uh, yeah, I actually, Mike, I've probably told you all about this dude, but uh, he would tell us stories about going to, living at college. So I, there were a couple of facts I pieced together, and I just want to, I kind of want to, See if this makes sense to you too, or if this hits the same way. He would always tell us stories about driving down to Florida State, or no, which one's the Gators? Florida, Florida, Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida State so Seminoles. Every uh, in his like new employee get to know me email, know. it was like uh, <laughs> every year I drive back down to my alma mater for you know a football game, and last year I almost made it without peeing, and this year I think I can do it. And it was like, all right, cool, all right. So we've set some tones, and then. Uh, he would constantly tell stories about, you know, living in the dorms. Uh, and so he was close to 40 years old when I was talking to him. Easy, dude. Collects unopened flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> Unbox- unboxing on YouTube videos. So uh, before, before I give you the next detail, weird fella. Uh, 
hint number one: uh, unfrosted pop tarts on his Real desk every day. Shit. That is that's yeah. batshit crazy. Murderer behavior. Yeah, if, a, if, that's it's insane. Insane. No denying it. Um, among some other things, I don't want to get too specific. Uh, but the unfrosted pop tarts bit it should be all you need to know. Uh, oh, also big Hitler guy. Like one of those guys that I love how Pop Tarts got first before Hitler. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> dude. He could uh, he could have a swastika uh, swastika tattoo. The unfrosted Pop Tarts are maybe that's why they're unfrosted, so he yeah. can make his own Pop Tart. <laughs> he just takes that fucking red gel. He's got a copy of mine Pop Tart on his desk. <laughs> so, uh, almost forty years old. Uh, I looked him up on Facebook, and it said he was uh, f- uh, dead. Class of 2010. Oh, wow. So he was living in the dorms at 30 years old. Oh, oh yeah, that's cra- That's so. fucked up. That's insane, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I never happen? went to college at all, but... Isn't there a... Can you do that? I don't know there's what no would be age stopping you other than fucking normal social skills. Dude, there's... Listen, if you're dressing up like an Easter bunny, you're a, a, a child fucker, right? <laughs> if you're... A, most of the priests... You, there's a predation, right, where you decide I'm going to get into this field to be mm-hmm. a predator. Yeah. Someone that, and this is a, is genius, if you can get into a dorm room at 30, 40 years old, that's a predation. <sighs> Dude, this isn't fucking, gra- look, you want to, you want to, <laughs> Mike wants to defend him. Mike's thinking about I, living in the dorms. You, <laughs> yeah. you see that fucking yeah. face? The wheels are spinning. Oh my God. Yeah. Listen oh, to it. No, no, you can go back. <laughs> You go to nope. college. You go to college or, or grad school late in life. You don't go. I'm gonna jump in the dorm room. What are you gonna share? Fucking oodles and noodles with some 13 year old. All right. Well, yeah. Dorm room's different. But that's if, all I'm saying. If you were to if you were to say like, okay, I'm going back to college and I'm going to live in a house. Yes. A house you think that would be campus? normal? Yes. That's okay. fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm with you then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A house like with college roommates, though college age roommates. Uh, no, I would have to find other forty year olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll fucking do it. Dude, you got your uh, communications for, for, major right here, dude. Dude, for one semester, let's do it. Yes, one hundred percent. It's a great. This is yeah. a good pilot, dude. Me, this me, is a me, good show. Me pilot. and Tim would have to butt chug ginger ale. <laughs> 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 what would you go back to school for? Um, I don't know, man, because podcasting. I want to go to Monsters U. I'll go back for Monstering. <laughs> Monsters Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's no reason to live on campus outside of a house. Like, if you're, if you're an older man in a dorm, there's, there's got to be yeah, regulations yeah. against that, right? I, yeah, I just got to think some somebody that lives in a dorm that's not a teenager um, just wants to be controlled and is. Is this it, like a psychological breakdown? Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think it's you're trying to fulfill what was not fulfilled during the age group that you're trying to uh, to replicate. Oh, so like CrossFit. <laughs> no, honestly, God, yeah, that's, what, like CrossFit. that's what CrossFit is. It's a bunch Jim of Reefer fucking grubs. dorks that were doing play, and they always wanted to be an athlete, and now they feel like you know they're they're somebody else when they get all wow. jacked up in the corner of a gym. I'm telling that's you, I've been studying. I've been studying these fucking dorks for for years, dude. Incredible. And I love I love CrossFit as as the you know the the purpose of CrossFit. I love the fundamentals. I love the, you know the the uh, 
the oh, Jesus Christ, I almost said calisthenics. I almost felt my dad's <laughs> no, belt across my back. Shit. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, but it's like, it. I don't I, like the repetition. Nah. I know it's different. It's, it's different, but it's better than standard like weightlifting. And all these kids that are CrossFit like maniacs, there's a culture about them that are they're fucking they're knobs. Hmm. They're just kids that were dorks and they were like bullied or something. And this is their chance to to be an athlete or yeah. be have that uh, mentality like of being belong like belonging. Yeah, a sense of belonging. I think it's kind of like anybody. Um, uh, I almost said his name, but any anybody that gentleman's age that goes back to that to that to live in a fucking dorm is essentially just trying to get a do over. Yeah, like I know right. I know that I'm not what they thought I was back then, and I'm going to prove it to them now. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're fucking balding while you're doing <laughs> the gator chop. Oh my god, that's so scary. Would he do the gator dude. chop in, in work? That is so <laughs> scary, dude. Yeah. There's an old, there's a there's a bar in Queens that I, that I go to uh, and every now and then I'll make a mistake and go on the weekend. College and, bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and uh, this dude is always there on the weekend. He's an old cat. Hmm. He's like a regular. I see him there on the week, here and there. He's a poet. It, dude, no, it's it's bad. Like I remember going to like the Irish pub or something mm. in 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 Philly, and you would see some dude that was like even if he was thirty five. You're like, look at this fucking pop pop pervert. This yeah. fucking pervert, just hanging around. So I get like, I get anxious if it's a Friday or Saturday. And I got to jump and in, pop into a bar, and there's kids that are doing like fucking quizzo and and karaoke, and yeah. they look like oh, children. It's you, they look, <laughs> they look like children. Imagine just like posting up in a dorm room every morning, coming out with Dude. like gray chest hair. It, it's so. I, I think that point hits when you get to your early thirties. Like, you can kind of cruise through your 20s thinking, like, mm-hmm. all right, we're kind of the same. We're all just trying to fucking get fucked up. Agreed. But then when you get to your 30s, I know personally, like, my drinking became, like, more depressive. And the the thought of drinking still excites me. And the thought of drinking in sad situations is, is what excites me. Yeah, dude. And if I was doing... I'm hard as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if I was doing anything other than sitting amongst a bunch of other people that just wanted to drink themselves to death... I would feel like I was crawling out of my skin. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a problem. It's it's not even a problem with like a alcohol uh, alcoholism, so to speak. But like when you get to that that manic depressant age, where when people come in just to have fun, you're like, yeah, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> and yeah. you forget that that's what yeah. the purpose is. That's a roller coaster ride. Like yeah. you've already gone through the big hill. Yeah. But they're just going up, and you're passing them, and you're just like, all right, well. Yeah. Remember it's really not up, that you bad. Go, you go to a bar and they're like playing like Jeopardy or Cheers. On the, oh my god! At like six p.m. and there's there's like old fucking yeah, like sea dogs just yeah. like sipping Budweiser. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy's sad as fuck. He had it figured that sounds out. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like going to the movies by yourself, eating yeah. by yourself at yeah. a restaurant. I used to think that shit was like so fucking depressing. Oh, I love. And it. as older I get, yeah. I'm like, man, this that's that's it. The steak hits you different. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's just it's it's peaceful. Whenever I tell my it wife is. I like went to lunch by myself or I went out to dinner by myself, she gets like worried about me. And I'm like, dude, dude you have yeah. no idea how <laughs> ideal this is for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the best, and I think I think it's hard for people to fathom. I think we recognize it. It's it's a mix of depressive, uh, depressive behavior, and also recognizing that peace is really all that matters. If you could find a moment of peace in a given day, like it's. You're lucky. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. And, and, and when you can figure out like what 
what brings you peace, not just what brings you excitement, because I think that's what your 20s is, and even a lot of your 30s is like, all right, this, 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 this makes all makes my fucking brain light up. Yeah. But then as you get older, you're just like, I need fucking peace. You're I right, need dude. peace. I need peace. I need peace. And the peace doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be a social environment. It doesn't have to be like uh, a it's hard for people to get, man. It doesn't have to be that environment. Like even if I'm taking a train mm-hmm. and I see some goofy motherfucker walking down the aisle, I'm like, don't sit next to me. Don't sit next to yeah. me. I just want peace. And I know he's going to be a problem. Even if he doesn't sit next to me, he's going to say something or do something. Right. It's going to affect my peace in that short period of time. Yeah. That's going to, it's going to ruin dude, the whole fucking train ride. Dude, I, that train shit, like, I got children you're talking about. Not that I ride the train often, but in any scenario where somebody gets that close, like I often fantasize about wearing full burqa because nobody's ever going to sit next to somebody in full burqa and say, so where are you from? I'm not kidding you. I used to take a a Bieber bus from uh, Ben Salem. It's probably, I think it's my first post on Instagram. And I would wrap, this is true, I would wrap my scarf around my face and I would have glasses and I would sit, and you know, I'll, I'll pull it up. You guys can fucking see it. I would, I would wrap this scarf around my face from here to here, yeah. and I put sunglasses on, and I would sit in the chair. Never, oh, ever, ever oh, would someone sit next God. to me. I stopped doing it because I was afraid. I was yeah. afraid to get <laughs> scared of yourself. Yeah, this is like ten years ago, so like you could do shit like that. <laughs> you were wearing a real one of whatever you were dressing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I just hold two guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. What activity brings you the most peace? Um, damn. I think the, my coffee in the morning and, and, yeah. and the, my first beer at night. Yeah. No joke. My first coffee, my first beer. Yeah. I like. I get like super excited about just being alone and having both of those liquids. Yeah. And staring at nothing. Oh, I get it, dude. You, I oh mean, both of you guys have three children. I have no children, and I still, like, I, I look into the wall like I served in fucking Afghanistan. I've done nothing <laughs> in my life. And I have, like, this, like, the calm about those two moments. Yeah. Because once you get to, like, beer three, beer four, things start changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with coffee. Same with coffee. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you have too much caffeine. You're like, ah, oh, fucking, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. But in you those moments, yeah. You're in I think that's it. Or golf. Hmm. Like playing or watching? Playing. Yeah. Yeah, playing. Watching sucks. But uh yeah, golf is I didn't I wasn't raised on golf too much, but as I get older, that's like a it's a it's more of an individual sport where you, it requires a lot of mind and body control that comes with age, I wow. think. It's like you I mean you guys do jujitsu. I I'm not gonna compare them, but I know that has a lot to do with your your it's an individual sport. You have to be in the right mindset. You have to be controlled. The fundamentals are there. And if you lose sense of one of those slight things, it changes the course of yeah. your entire performance. Yeah, that's true. And that's what golf is. And people talk shit on golf. I'm like, I play baseball, basketball, football, but golf is one of the things that challenges you as a person. It makes you, uh, you lock in. I can see that. You get like uh, deep and uh, a pussy. huge pussy on the course i'll fucking rip it though all right well speaking of getting deep in pussy yes dude play a fucking so just want to let you guys know this episode is sponsored by blue chew blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis blue chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy and it ships right to your door in a discreet package so go to bluechew.com and use promo code fatbird (laughs) <laughs> Tommy, do you have experience with Blue Chew? Dude, Blue Chews are incredible I agree with you so 100% I, Our show on the, <clears throat> on Compound Affair when we, we did Blue Chew reads <clears throat> for quite some time 
And uh, and I would get him at uh, Luis Gomez would give me some yeah. of gas when I would do his uh, mm-hmm. his show. <clears throat> and I talk shit on it. So another thing I was like, ah, fuck this. It's not mm-hmm. real. It's not real. And boy, oh boy, yeah, it is real deal. Bonus bird, dude. Bonus bird. Mm-hmm. It does. You don't need to need <clears throat> it. Right now, the NFL Combine's going on. <laughs> That's what my bird on, on Blue Chew is. It runs a little faster. It jumps a little higher. It runs a route that you can fucking never imagine. Yeah, on Blue Chew, your bird has an extra muscle in its leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra calf. Dude, how white trash is that growing up? I'm like, yo, black people have extra calf muscles in their legs. <laughs> I believed it for like 15 years. Dude, the old white man version of, uh, of uh, Clockwork Orange is like making them watch. Watch the uh, combine with their, <laughs> with their eyelids held open. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, but fucking blue chew rules, man. I, j- I just... Yeah, change my vertical. Yeah, dude, yeah. Your vertical. <laughs> yeah, dude, so that you guys get samples? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are there any here? No. Oh, you snort them I'll, immediately. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't imagine how much harder you hit them when you're sober. Oh, dude. Dude, I had bird issues. I talk about it all the time, but like when... Uh, when I was fucking whacked on perks, it yeah. really fucked with my sex drive. Yeah, of course. So I was getting fucking um, Cialis for my doctor. And, it, you know, it was a life changer. And, like, that's, you know, essentially what this is. And it's like you get it and it's like you feel like a different person. But in, in addition to having fucking monster bird, mm-hmm. it makes it lets you feel confident. So yeah. if there's ever any prior issues, it's like you don't have to worry about this. Dude. It's like, you know, that that little rubber thing that I found like, Car dealerships. Yeah. yeah. When, it, when it hits like a full yeah. blue straight. Oh, man. Yeah, All you, the blood in your body is directly raked to your bird. Yeah. So if you want fucking car dealership, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. It, it, I've, I'm not going to get into a couple stories, but yeah. It's, Go ahead. Get it. No, 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 no. No, these ones are bad. But uh, yeah, that that uh, I never fucked with Cialis. I never did a Viagra. Me either. Yeah. Blue Chew was the first. Um, you know, it was the first time I ever tried something yeah. of of that, uh, yes, of that drug, and it Fucking is rules. the real deal. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was yeah. afraid it was too legit. I was, I was, I didn't want it to like, uh, like you ever, you ever see the diet pill commercials where it's like this might be too extreme for you. Right, yeah. Maybe yeah. don't order it. I want something. I want something <laughs> that I have to buy at a gas station. Like, I mean, that, you know, but uh, I, you know, I, um, I was wrong. Dude, I no, I, no, I, I bought gas station boner pills one time, and I'll never forget. It was um, around the holidays, about three years ago, and it was just something that had like a fucking lion on fire or something that looked yeah. aggressive. So I bought it. The Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's lion on yeah. fire tattoo lit up. <laughs> Dude, so I, I took it, and um, I'd been sexing with my wife, so I was confident I was going to get pussy when I went home. But sure enough, as soon as I walk in the fucking door, the kids want to go buy the fucking Christmas tree. It's like, all right, well, now we got to go fucking do this shit. I already took this fucking boner pill. So we're in the lot. You already took it? Yeah. We're in the lot down the street, and uh, (laughs) my ears gradually start glowing red, and they feel like somebody fucking doused them in gasoline and set them on fire. So I feel like they were very close with this recipe. It's just like one thing was off because my ears were rock hard. But oh, God. But yeah. I'm not- actually hard to hear you say gasoline. <laughs> it's a fucking Z in gasoline. Dude, you should hear him say mega touch. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's what jerking off is called when you're on fucking Bluetooth. The old mega touch. But yeah, go to bluetooth.com. Use promo code FATBIRD. Find out what the fuck we're talking about. They'll send you a bunch of freebies, so you just got to pay the five bucks for shipping. 
and just fucking treat yourself and yeah, have fun. Yeah, do it, man. Do if you're it. a fella who's ever felt insecure in a relationship, you know, maybe it's not even in a way that you'd even bring up to your significant other. Or maybe it's a minor. I got to be honest. It's, it's you know, you could you could eliminate the, the guy or girl relationship that you're having and just enjoy it yourself. Like, I, dude, I that's kind of, off. That's kind of sure. how, like, that's how I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this is fucking, because it changes, like, your whole perception of your bird. Yeah. Right? So, like, you never once have you, like, you're just hitting a start button yep. to kickstart your cock. And as if the first time you do it, you're like, oh, this is, this is what game day feels like for, for everybody. You just fucking awakened Rodzilla. Yeah, right. And you're just going through town. And you won't forget pussy. it, dude. The first time you take a blue chew, you won't fucking forget yeah. it. Yeah. If this was a medicine for women, there'd be long commercials with them like pushing kids on swings, smiling, <laughs> eating salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's for men. Yeah. So you got to act like it's fucking gross and you got to do it in the dark. They're, no. just, they're just taking a bath on top of Mount Kilimanjaro for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I primarily took them to just fucking have marathon beat off sessions. Mm-hmm. And man, golly. Well, you also like you guys don't do drugs and, and drink anymore. No. So like the blue chew is that's that's the safety net for for uh, those two said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like for that trapeze. Act. Yeah, no, no. Well, you you know you do a couple bumps. You're like, well, I'll fuck for an hour and a half, and then uh, you know do a couple more bumps, and your bird's like. <laughs> 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 so the problem is you could fuck for hours like it's 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 wonderful but you do need a boost and i i hate to say it, like i'm 40 now so like dude from 30 38 when i first started doing the the, the podcast with shane uh-huh. we used to have like a jerk off counter i was like at the peak of beating off i was beating off like a ridiculous amount of time. how many you're, times a day you're prolific off beater it was bad it was bad i was like three four five times a day what? because that's crazy it was just like dealing with anxiety and stuff and like i do two in the morning one after the gym and then yeah. a couple at night whatever. super setting yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i space it out dude that's a high mileage burn it was dude. crazy it was crazy <laughs> yeah, but <put> synthetic oil <laughs> the scary thing is like when when they say like you know you know when you get older and things change yeah that was my sex drive did change mm-hmm. my sex drive changed you know exponentially yeah. And not just for like personal reasons, but like yeah. my desire to want to fuck, my desire yeah. to want to, and it's true. And I like that. Like when you said early thirties is yeah. when you start recognizing like the changes in in you as a person. Yeah. For me, the sex drive change. Same dude. Like, was the like, most illuminating dude, aspect. Once I hit forty, I felt like I became a uh, third down pass rusher. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's like you got one good yeah. one a day. Yeah, you're Go. a backup kicker. Yeah. You are. Fucking, <laughs> you are not slamming anything, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. you know, Blue Chew will, t- will change that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, a, it's so we, we've been doing this for a couple weeks now, and it's so fun to like hear everybody's take on this. On Blue Juice? Yeah, you're the first one that really gave um, a compelling um, argument for it. Not that's that anybody's pr- like, nah, well, is everybody that. that come in here like are they fucking married? I have nothing no. to protect other than nah. the girl. Yeah, yeah no, if you're married, I you, I especially encourage it. Yeah, right. You I, should, I, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't. You should have a bowl by the bed if you're married. <laughs> yeah. fucking blue juice. Just those white trash mints with yeah. like the gummy in the middle. Were, were you ever uh, tempted to like convince uh, your wife or girlfriend to eat one just to see what happens? Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. I saw this online. Yep. So what apparently happens? women women get a, 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 a not a clip boner, so to speak. It Stop. Doesn't, doesn't stand up Stop. like a small pinky. <laughs> no, no, but they get a uh, a feeling, a sensation that's a little more you know grandiose, so to speak. Wow. No way. Yeah, 
They get like a fat puss. <laughs> they get like, you ever seen a pug from the back? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fat puss. <laughs> Damn, I'm hungry as fuck right now, dude. dude. That'd be great if you got butt fucked by a pussy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I like this. Mm. Did you ever fuck that uh, silicone I did. Ass? It's great. You did, yeah. It's great. You know, I Is there an asshole and a pussy? Yep. And are they? They're different, obviously, right? They're a little tired. Um, I'm saving. The Could butt- you get in the butt? I'm saving the butthole for a special occasion. <laughs> what, you guys getting married again? You renewing your vows, dude. <laughs> dude? I had a night, and uh, the last time I enjoyed it, my wife took my kids to Gettysburg, and <laughs> I treated myself to oh, an evening. The old Civil War <laughs> anal. <laughs> Dude, I treated myself to an evening at the movies. I saw Uncut Gems by myself, and I went home. And he I, delivered the Gettysburg anus. <laughs> <laughs> Four score and five loads ago. <laughs> um, um, if Tim ever tells me where he got that from, I would do a ringing endorsement for that as well. Because, dude, when I got home from Uncut Gems. Um, I was angry because I just didn't like the movie. Well, because you're staring at... Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> but, dude, I, I set the uh, fake pussy up on the bed, and I put my phone in front of my face. Poor. And, dude, I, I hit play as I entered it, and, dude, it felt so good that, like, at one point, I was drooling on my phone. Oh, my God. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. So, g- gas... Not gas. Uh, compound gave me a... I got a free flashlight. How do you like it? Um, I loved it at first. It's just, it requires like, so I've never tried like the, 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 the gelatin ass that you're fucking. So you have to like hold it. You have to like, yeah. you have to have like a, a carpenter's grip on this thing for a while. And you yeah. just, and then you're, I start getting like arthritis and shit. I was like, <laughs> it, it tires out. And then I put it like under the bed. Yeah, and you know, there's like dust and stuff. And I, yeah. I it looked like that toilet bowl that you guys piss in here. And I was like, I can't. I'm not cleaning this thing out. You got to like wash it with a fucking garden hose. <laughs> yeah. It takes a big cleaning. I'm like, dude, this is too much. Yeah. You should get some 3M strips and mount it through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just hands free. Dude, I told this on, uh, did I, were you guys, did we talk about this on Compound? What's so, the, uh, the sex creating your own uh, flashlights as a kid? Uh, I don't think so. Let's uh, talk about it. Wait, I feel like green. we did. I feel like we talked about this. This no? comes up a lot. In yeah, our yeah. Lives. What did you make? In like sixth or seventh grade, I made a uh, my own fucking you know <laughs> flashlight, yeah. and I took the the silky um, holder of sunglasses, yeah, and I put it inside of a glass, wow. and oh, the outside of the yes. glass, yeah, and I put it underneath my mattress, yeah. Wow. So I got on off on my knees and like leaned on the mattress, and and <laughs> fuck this glass. <laughs> And once every like three months, I just scream out loud in anxiety, like thinking like that. It could have just fucking like braveheart at my bird right off, dude. Like I well, I'm trying to think of like what I had, but I I know I was a. I did fuck a cantaloupe at one point, <laughs> and really? yeah, dude, it was just like one of those days, like you know those one of those times where you're just home alone and you're just like I need to fuck. And of course, I didn't have a girlfriend, so my mom had fucking bought a cantaloupe, <laughs> and it was in the kitchen, and I was home alone. So you cored I, it. Yep, I cut a hole in it, and I put it in the microwave. Wait, how did you core it though? Just uh, a regular just, knife. Just a knife, and did, did a circle. Yeah. 
and I put it in the microwave. I don't know how long you're supposed to like put a, a fuckable cantaloupe in Damn, the microwave dude. for. And I put it I in hope for Blue too Chew's long. listening because this yeah. is a great. <laughs> yeah, this is still part of the promo. <laughs> but I fucked it. Uh, I well, I put my dick in it, and it was way too hot. And then I got embarrassed, and I threw it in the trash. Oh my god. Yeah. Why? Why the? So you wanted to warm it up a little bit. Yeah. But once it came out of the oven, you couldn't wait. Yeah, it like was three it minutes was to let it cool. Fucking cantaloupe, oh dude. Yeah, but since then, I don't know, man. Yeah, but uh, getting back to like clean, the, the cleaning, like with the fake pussy, like that can be tedious. And that's yeah. like one of the things that like I become uh, fucking uh, scared of is I'll fucking rinse it out and then I'll just like swaddle it and then put it in my room somewhere and just hope that like my kids don't go dicking oh around God, in there. Can you fucking imagine, dude? Well, that's what they get for snooping then. Yeah, Even well, though I don't want them to, but like. Growing up, like I, I remember there was two instances. One. Finding out my father's like my father had a stack of porn yeah. that was you know leaning to RPs that I told you <laughs> it's like fucking I would have to memorize which tape I took out yeah. so I would count them up I'd be like the fifth tape yeah <laughs> and then he had that television where you it had a VCR locked in this, at the top of it so you'd have to hit the button and go yeah. Yeah. and then hit play and I'm like oh, 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 oh fuck oh fuck so I would see where my dad came. So like the <laughs> wherever I put it in, I'm like, oh, that's where my pop came, right? Yeah, that's where he where when it comes. And then I would come, and then I have to go back to my dad's come to put it back in the in the shelf so that he didn't know that I was stealing his his porn. And no, it was like a very very specific I love that. process, dude, yeah. dude. You might oh, have autism. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I'm exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Jesus I would Christ. have to remember exactly where it stacked yeah, in, the, in the thing, and also where it ended. And there was a, my mother had a uh, was making her helping her make the bed, and she pulled the mattress up, and her dildo was in there, but it was a vibrator, not a dildo, yeah. a vibrator. This is old school. I was like 10. And she went, like, hand, hand she like screamed and dropped it real quick. And I just remember seeing that. Like, it's a mouse. <laughs> dude, it was, you know, you don't forget that, that yeah. site. Yeah. And then, of course, it was never there again because I checked for like <laughs> dude, a week straight. Wh- whoever I stole uh, tapes from, I would also have to like line it back up. Yeah. In yeah. Second. And it's crazy to me now because... If someone in my row home right now heard a VCR, it would be enough to call the cops. Yeah. They're so fucking loud. <laughs> like, I, I feel like yeah. most noise yeah. from the 90s was VCR. Yeah, dude, you you start them like a lawnmower. Dude. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> chunk, chunk. Yeah. Every, every fucking every VCR playing sounded like Nick Nolte getting out of bed. <laughs> dude, my da- my parents' bedroom was facing the... the uh, the front of the house and my mother drove a Subaru mm. and she was the first to come home and the Subaru made such a loud fucking noise oh. that my dog, my the pug would start barking. So I'd be lowering the volume of this, of the porn, yeah. just trying to hammer out while listening to a Subaru before one of my brothers got home. So I had like 30 seconds. I started getting so, I perfected the cum, the quick cum so fast. I mean, within 30 seconds, yeah. still to this day, yeah. boom, pop, done. Yeah. I, I don't like... I talked to a buddy and he's like, I tease it. I'll put on a, on my laptop, I'll put a porn on and I'll tease it. I'll, oh, just, I'll beat off for like 20 minutes, yeah. 25 minutes, 25 fucking minutes. Oh, he's edging. Yeah. Like he's taking his dick out to dinner. Lighting <laughs> <laughs> a couple candles and hammering out. Just tell like, me dude, about you. Just wait yeah. you. He's jamming a Caesar salad in the end of his dick. Just <laughs> <laughs> pouring cheap wine down the tip. Are you hungry? 
Did you eat enough? <laughs> He'll have the Cabernet Sauvignon. Glug, 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 Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I think when my dad's dying, I'm going to ask him, like, Dad, like, could you ever tell when I watched your videos? Oh, for sure he knows. Yeah. He knows. He knows for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I could probably tell. Like, if I had a video, because I, I, I could pretty much pinpoint, if I watch a video now on, like, fucking Pornhub or something, like, and somebody played the whole video, I could be like, yeah, I came at right. one minute, 11 yeah. seconds of this one. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I, I kind of... I feel like that's why I'm. I have such OCD and like I'm specific about certain things. It's because I was so afraid. It instilled such fear in my heart that I would literally look at the stack of porn, and there was like fifteen, twenty videos in the corner of yeah. his of his uh, private closet that yeah. I should have never been in. But I would watch the angles with which the the videos would take, so I could tell you like the triangle that would peek out at wow. video four, video five. So I would take like a snapshot. There was no like cameras, so I couldn't like take a. Oh, dude, this was like a beautiful mind. Yeah, it was fucked up because I was so scared of getting caught, and this is my only time to be alone. Was if I rushed home after school with my two brothers, one I shared a bedroom with, and my parents were coming from work, I had like a very small window wow. to go home and and play yeah. whack a mole for a little yeah. bit, <laughs> and I would memorize all that shit because I was so afraid that my biggest fear was 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 him going. You 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 been in my closet. Yeah, and then just beating the you fuck out of You gotta kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, immediately. But now but as an knows. adult, you know how horrifying that would have been for him. Oh my god, yeah. right? Yeah. Bring it up. That's not my closet. That's someone else's closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even live here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> he does a backflip out the window. Dude, oh my god! When I was oh, I forgot all about this. Our main source of tapes when I was a kid was our buddy uh, Jerry. I'm gonna yeah. say his name. He Sounds was 15. like a tape getter. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He went to he stayed in the dorm at a college. <laughs> he, uh, dude, we lived we lived in a big. Uh, white trash neighborhood. I'm not calling any of us more white trash than others. I'm just setting the fucking, you know, this is the setting. His uh, grandparents lived two doors down from him, mm. and he would go into, uh, his his grandfather had a ton of fucking porno. Mm. Just video, like, and here's how it worked. We would send him <laughs> in, dude. I, it's like Eddie Savage, dude. This could have, this could have been... This could have been the easiest thing in the world, yeah. or it could have been what I imagined in my head, like PlayStation 1, Metal Gear Solid mission. <laughs> we would all stand by his grandfather's front door and send him in. It's a like, recommendance mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd, all, we, we'd wait out there, and after like 10, 15 minutes, he'd be like, he'd tiptoe out the front door of the house <laughs> with like a tape, one tape. It's like, we got to share this tape for the week. Oh, my God. How <laughs> old was he? Then he would return. Who? The dude that was... Our buddy? Yeah. My age. Oh, okay. Ouch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, right? You felt the same way. I was like, holy shit. You, you got go, <laughs> Yeah. He was like 26. Yeah. Don't spill it all in one place. You guys promise you're my friend, right? <laughs> man, that was awesome. That was you know a lot what, of fun. It, looking back, it was super creepy, but man, what a fine when you were that age. But like, remember when you would just like find like pornos that dudes left Dude. in the woods? Dude. I man, just, what a treat. I'm not kidding you. I was just speaking about this last night. My God. The first time, in ex- the first experience I had was because the tracks were right behind, the trolley tracks were yeah. right behind our house. Yeah. <clears throat> Taking the trestle, the shortcut to to, uh, to school, yeah. we would find crumpled up nudie mags. So you would just see like a crumpled up ball of paper that was colored. You're like, yeah. that's fucking tits. <laughs> and this is like, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade. And you'd yeah. be like, whoa. And you'd be in the woods just yeah. staring at some fucking... Some BBC rocking some old broad. And that's yeah. what really got me started. 
And that's how I started the company Blue Chew. And we're doing good. We're doing, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> no, but you're you're right. It's that's how it starts. Man. Just little kids finding crumpled up fucking smut in the woods. Because there was no other way to, to, to absorb it. My Everybody big... had to get it either in a VHS through your yeah. local, you know, video store, or you bought nudie mags. Yeah. Everybody had nudie mags. It's a shame that no one will ever experience that again. Right. Outside of third world countries. Yeah. Sure. Anywhere with internet, it's like that's what Easter egg hunt should be now. You should, <laughs> you should make kids go find porno. In the woods. <laughs> Dude, one time, <laughs> this reminded me of this. So I used to collect the uh, the mags in uh, in high school. I was like twelfth grade, not twelfth grade, maybe tenth or tenth or eleventh grade. And I would hide the nudie mags in behind my dresser, but I still shared the bedroom with my brother. Yeah. So we had my my mother gave us bunk beds as we got older, so that we could have separate. You know, sleeping spaces, and I had. uh, This is when I fell in love with like black women. So all of my porn mags behind my dresser were all black. black. It was all black. It was like big black and beautiful, and there was some swollen, nipped, fucking big old fatty in the front, (laughs) wearing a fucking g-string like floss up her asshole. Just a monster, dude. And I was like just hammering out to that every night. And my mom, you know, being a mother, she cleaned out our room one day. And she's flipping the fuck out because it was a it was like a, a Acme bag, a Pathmark bag of like five s- smut mags of black chicks. And she goes, "Who is, who is this?" She's bugging the fuck out, and she's yelling at me. I'm like, "I don't know, Mom. I'm so I'm so young. It's my brother Brian. It's Brian. Brian's the one." And she, still to this day, she's like, "It has to be Brian." But he's going, "What?" I don't, even, I don't even like black women. He's bugging the fuck out. Like, oh, I don't fucking drink off to this. She doesn't even think I'm beating off. But yeah, that was like that. And then she stole my holy grail. I compiled that for like a good oh. year and a half, dude. Oh, man. Dude, I just picture you having the top bunk and doing your mattress fucking like while hanging oh, off the shake. side. Like cliffhanger. Dude, dude, soft shake. That's how I learned how to jerk off like I'm, like I'm in a lighthouse. <laughs> Man, I'm so happy we got through all that without an N word. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I really it touch it down. And go. <laughs> it's very touch a Negro. <laughs> oh man, oh, I still God. have the fetish. I love them. I love yeah, they're great. Them. Yeah. It's not a fetish. That's just uh, you like <laughs> women of color. <laughs> didn't stop. You know what? I ruined it. I ruined it. Everything was cool. My girl actually asked me. She's like, "What? Like, what are you attracted to?" And I was like, "Every single woman, as long as they're they're beautiful." Yeah. Like, there's no, I don't have any limitations. I don't care what they, you know, what they look like. I, I've never been like one to be like Puerto Ricans can't even look at them. <laughs> Every single woman, <laughs> unless the DJ in my daughter's birthday party. The only time I look at him in the eyes, and then I pay him half and tell him get. The fuck off my lawn! <laughs> no, I like them all. I, every single one. <laughs> every single one. You're a real Lou Bega. I really am, dude. <laughs> Lou Dego. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. You guys make me sharper. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, we're like an hour ten, and it's time for my next cold medicine dose. Yeah, dude, take it, dude. <laughs> I hope it's a blue chew. I hope you see that fucking red rocket fire through that flannel, and bust a, a button. It's a nighttime blue chew. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see one of those buttons sticking to the drywall. A little bit of dantresia in my life. <laughs> Yo, can I piss? <laughs>
Hey, we're, we're finished, man. Oh, we're done. Yeah. Uh, dude, Tommy. Yeah. Anytime you're in town. Yeah, man. Please that was fun. By. Thank you, guys. You're the best, man. I love you guys so much. I love you too, man. It's you know, it's it's fun doing anything creative with you, but more importantly, it's fun just to spend time with you. Hell yeah, dude. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks love for you, having love. me.